Of course, yes, I'm ready. Okay, all right, all right. This is Augusta Ali podcast episode sixty four. So let's go with the dynamite review. Yeah, so we're gonna review dynamite. So first, first of all, as we always do, yeah, we're gonna go through all everything that happened, and then we'll start from beginning to end. So, uh, on Heart Foundation men's tournament quarterfinal, Samoa Joe versus the Joker. And then mm-hmm. after after that, Heyman Page versus Konosuke Takeshita. Yeah. After that, Keith Lee and Swift Strickland went against the Work Horseman. Yeah. Warlow took 10 lashes from MGF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Phoenix versus Kyle O'Reilly in a quarterfinal match in the Owen Hart tournament as well. Chris Jericho and William Regal face-to-face at a segment. And then... Uh, Another Owen Hart Foundation tournament, this time in the women's division. Uh, quarterfinal, Britt Baker versus a Joker as well. And then Serena Deep, get, uh, Serena Deep had a segment with uh, just a promo segment. And then at the main event, Adam Cole, Jeff Hardy in the semifinal uh, to determine who goes to the final. So we're going to start off from the beginning. Samoa Joe versus the Joker right off the bat. We had a surprise and ended up being... Johnny Elite. Yes, Johnny Gargano is elite. That's only a joke. It was not Johnny Gargano. People thought it was Johnny Gargano. Even AEW on TNT thought it was Johnny Gargano, but it was not. It was John Morrison, Johnny Elite, Johnny Mundo, whoever, whatever you want, Johnny Caballero. Johnny Elite went against Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe got the win. What do you think about it? What I talk about, this was a pretty good matchup. It was like Samoa Joe versus Johnny Elite. A formerly known as John Morrison. Like, it was basically like Sam Singh, Sanjay Lito rushed the ring. Like, after Samoa wins the match, they attacked him. They destroyed his arm. Then we had, like, then they also beat up John Morrison. Then Trent, Rocky, and Art Cassidy came out just for the save. It was like a stare down. And I think it's building towards Lito versus. Still Lethal versus Samoa Joe, but it's going to be more of a tag team warfare between Samoa Joe's allies against Jay Lethal, Sanam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt. Right. Yeah. Um, the whole Johnny Elite thing, I thought, I thought you know, it was great. He, he really did a good showing in this match. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe also put a lot of effort into this. Uh, obviously, the two veterans, you don't expect anything less from them. I think the right decision when it's made, Samoa Joe uh, should have gone over here. If it were anybody else than Johnny Elites, I think. Yeah, um, maybe Samoa Joe took the last here, but um, the right decision was made. The story was continued afterwards with the you know, post match attack, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, nothing new. Just, uh, you know, continu- continuation of uh, stories. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, it's continuation. All right. So uh, next is uh, Heyman Page versus Konosuke Takeshita with CM Punk on commentary. Yeah. Um, it was a great match. Mm-hmm. As expected, Heyman Page got the win. What do you think about this match? Well, I think Heyman did a great match with Konosuke. It was a good head-up match. Konosuke got some moments, a close off the top, hit that, try to hit the knee with Heyman. But having him hit, beat him with the GTS for victory. After that, 
He stares at CM Puff down. Hangman comes up to meet him on the ramp. Punk obliges. Hangman runs off, mostly. It is still going to be Hangman versus CM Puck at, at double or nothing. But I, but I see either where Hangman will retain the title or CM Punk wins the title. I'm, people are going to be hesitating with CM Punk winning the title because he's their top star and is necessary. To, to help the company, but I think Hangman's, Hangman's going to retain the title, mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe that, too. I think we're in the minority here. I think most people believe that CM Punk might win this title, but I, I I agree with you. I think Heyman Page does retain, but, you know, this match was great. I think uh, Konosuke Takeshita is a really great competitor. They went all out in this match, obviously, to display Heyman Page as a great working champion and and Takeshita is, you know, an up-and-coming, you know, he's basically a star. He's going to be a star. There's no question about it. And Yeah. Yeah, there's no star about it. No doubt about it. Okay? Okay, anyway. Next match is Keith Lee and Swerve's Scott versus Swerve, I mean Swerve Strickland versus the Work Work Horseman. It was basically a like a tag team match, like a tag team match where Keith Lee and Swerve Scott Strickland, like they were dominating the match. They got the victory. They showed they were a great team, mostly. Like. Then after that, Keith Lee got on the mic and said, well, Bass and the Glory chance merge. He said he has a wonderful news to turn out with the victory. Keith Swerve and Keith are now in top five for the tag team titles. Hobbs, Starks, you know, Rupti Hark, Starks said they're self-sabronies. Swerve says Starks looks like a bar of soap with necklace. Swerve is laying on a Jurassic Express. Christian emerged from the hybrid time chamber of an era when they had an extra tag team reign. Christian says, y'all need to learn when y'all shut the hell up. He says they're best of both teams three, but the titles are double or nothing. Yeah, mostly at that. So, okay, let's continue on because I don't know what's going on with my partner, but he'll come forward soon. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What happened? Oh, my bad. It's uh, every single time I get a call on my phone, it kind of like. Pauses my my microphone or whatever. I was kind of getting getting that fixed or whatever. Well, I was mostly talking about that the next match. Talking about with Keith Lee, Keith Lee and Strick, Swerve Strickland and the Workhorsemen. I top out there was a great matchup. It it put over Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it continued the story between the triple threat match. Uh, well, yes. I'm assuming it's gonna be a triple threat match between. Jurassic Express, uh, the team Taz and serving Keith Lee. Yeah, uh, who do you think might uh, win that match? Because it seems like uh, anything can happen in that in that match. Anybody could really win, plausibly win in that match. No. Yeah, yeah, but mostly I think mostly like Jurassic Express is going to lose because it's part of the story where Christian turns on Jungle Boy, or Jungle Boy turns on Christian. Yeah, that that might happen. So who do you think? Who would you? You know, bet on. Uh, would you bet on the team Taz, like Ricky Starks, or and um, Will Hobbs, or or Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland? I put all my bet on 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 team Taz because 
They've been building this themselves as a team for a very long time. I think it is their time to win the tag belts. Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee have to have to, you know, pay dues a little bit more. You know, like yeah. they have to stay, you know, continue competing for a little bit more because, you know, it's gonna take them a while in order to get some gold. And they just got there like six months ago, so yeah. it's gonna take a little bit more work and time. Yeah. All right. So. We're going to continue now, so continuing to the next thing that happened, which was Wardlow taking 10 lashes from MGF. Yeah. An- another great segment from MGF. Uh, you know, MGF segment versus Wardlow it was a great one. Wardlow took the 10 lashes like a man. He didn't splinch on any of them. It's yeah. crazy, MGF. And at the end, at the end, uh, instead of doing the 10th lash, uh, MGF hit him in the balls and ran away like a scolded dog or whatever. Now, what do you think? Of, what do you think about this segment? I think this segment was segment was it was put to it was okay. Warlock got the ten lashes. Unfortunately, there was a bit of low blow for MJF, but still, it showed a lot about the story. It put over the story between MJF, Warlow, and Sean Spears. Yes, uh, obviously, and I think this match, this case match, I think uh, I presume it's going to happen next week. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a great one, obviously. You know, uh, the whole dynamic between MGF, Sean Spears, and and Wardlow is uh has been great for weeks to come. It's been the best thing on, on the episode for many weeks, and and I'm I'm excited to see this cage match and what they could do with it. Yeah. What do you What do you think about uh, Wardlow no selling the the belt the belt strap? What, what do you think about it? I think it. it... No selling those those whips that makes Warlow like a like a bit like a a huge hoss and a, like a big star. It makes it look into a bigger star. Yeah, and I think that's the purpose, you know. Yeah. I was jo- I was talking to my friend and I was jokingly saying this is how you bury the <laughs> this is how you bury the the ten lashes segment because I mean Cody Rose, you know, he sold it and he sold it and he sold it like as if you know they were killing him or shooting him in the back or something and then. Now, now Warlock comes and he doesn't do shit. Uh, he doesn't do anything to sell it, you know. So this is how you bury it. But nah, it's just uh, how you put over Warlock as a great, you know, you know, strong man that that could take a lot of beatings, you know. So that's yeah. that's good. Yeah. All right. So the next match was the Owen Hart Foundation match tournament quarterfinal match. Yeah. Ray Phoenix against Kyle O'Reilly. What do you think about it? What I think about it, it was a great good match. It was like Kyle Riley showcasing his his new Japan skills and Ray Phoenix using his lucha skills, and they were battling out. So Kyle Riley made him tap out, mm-hmm. made him tap out to the submission hole for the victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. It was this match gonna happen mostly in in the the break, but it was a good match, obviously. Kyle Riley said coming in that he was going to try to ground him, and that's what exactly what he did. Ray Phoenix got some of the air, you know, yeah. some of the high flying match, uh, high flying moves or whatever. But uh, at the end, the right decision was made. Kyle Riley got the win, and yeah, and yeah, he advances and goes against Samojo next. Yeah. All right. So next was a segment. It's a weird segment between Chris Jericho and William Regal face to face. Yeah. What do you think about it? I think I feel like this segment was building towards a big multi-man match between BBC and 
Ortiz and Pound Powerful and, Jer- and the Jericho Society. It's building towards that. And we also had a little spitfire between Jericho and Regal. They've been going on at each other's faces. It was like, it was like, you know, like Regal being respectful and Jericho said to threaten to pee in his teacup, all that shit. And then when he was here, and Regal, Regal said he to put toothbrush in his uh, stick around his ass. Right, right Jericho's toothbrush. He's Regal sticked his Jericho's toothbrush around right his ass. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of weird. I, I wouldn't want that to happen to my toothbrush. You know, <laughs> I put that shit on my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was, and it just seems like they're gonna, you know, do something multi-man, you know, brawl type thing of double or nothing. They're gonna <laughs> set up a stadium stampede match, but they didn't because John Moxley didn't want to. He was like, he's not gonna do that. He wants the fans to be there and the reactions there. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen here. The whole thing with Brian Danielson happening at Rampage. Uh, I don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen after that. But uh, I don't. It, for me, this segment was kind of confusing. I didn't know what the purpose of it was. Obviously, they want to fight each other, and I don't know how they're gonna fight each other yet. But I guess I'll find out next week if they are gonna fight each other eventually. Yeah. What my what my guess is that it's eventually gonna be a blood and guts match, but not at double nothing. Probably the. The week after, the two weeks after, or something. The, eventually, William Regal is gonna call it or something. Yeah. Yeah. So next one, next match. This is or uh, this was the Owen Hart Foundation Women's Tournament quarterfinal match between Britt Baker and a Joker, and it ended up being Makito. What do you think about the Joker being Makito and eventually lose in this match? Well, I think I felt that Makita losing was necessary to get Britt Baker over because they've been building their feud, feud with Tony Storm for the last two weeks. Right. And they're going to face on this in the semifinals soon. Yeah, but what what did you think about the match and Makita being the joke? It was okay. It was pretty much okay. It was a great matchup. Like, she put up her, she put up, she learned. And Britt fought back. It was a good match in the end. Regardless, it was a surprise. So it was pretty much okay. Yeah. Britt got her victory, and Britt's going to the semifinals against Tony Storm. So everything's right. good. I uh, I gotta say, like, uh, I don't, I don't really like Makita being in. I, I don't know. I, I don't like uh, her specifically because uh, she's just a comedy character. And, Obviously, there that's a, there's a room for that, but in a tournament like this, uh, where obviously it's a work rate tournament, and if you're gonna be in this tournament to perform good matches, and I don't know if a comedy match really is uh, welcome in this type of tournament, but whatever. Britt Baker got the win, and that was what was supposed to happen. It did happen, and at least that happened, you know. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Britt Baker is Tony Storm next. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Then then after that, Serena Deep came out and. Uh, did a promo with Dustin Rhodes, uh, you know, addressing Thunder Rosa. What do you think about this promo? Mm, Thunder Rosa promo. It was a good promo. Like it, it got it got the promo got over Sir Deep as a serious competitor. Oh, uh, Sir Deep cut a promo. Yeah, she cut a promo, and and after the promo, like 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 Thunder Rosa got involved and some scurvy happened and. 
And basically, Serge hit hit Thunder Rose with a belt shot. So, so basically, that promo segment was pretty good. It put it put someone it put a lot of people over. So, it got the match over. So the match will happen double nothing. People will be more interesting. So that's my take on this. Yeah, uh, a lot of people, you know, online or whatever on Twitter. They didn't really like this promo. They said it was a little bit clunky, like they, it, she didn't really get to the point. But I, I like what she was trying to say, the message of it. Like, obviously, you know, um, Thunder Rose has always been, you know, a proponent of, you know, oh, let's let's make women's wrestling better. And, like, saying that she's the one that's, you know, trying to make wrestling better. When Serena Deep has been doing that for, you know, decades now, when, as she mentioned, how she shaved her head, she's you know, breast implants on herself uh, when she wasn't doing in order to, you know, advance women's wrestling in a, in a, in wrestling and, you know, basically saying like, uh, she's been doing this for a lot longer than Thunder Rosa has uh, been doing so she knows what she's doing. So I think that that's a good message uh, for this promo. Obviously, the delivery sometimes it wasn't perfect, but I, I don't mind this promo. This was, this, this was good for what it was. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, the final match, the main event that went, I think, like less than 10 minutes. Adam Cole versus Jeff Hardy in the semifinal match in the Owen Hart tournament. What do you think about this? Well, when I thought about it, it was a, it was a good start in the match. Adam Cole attacked Jeff Hardy uh, during Hardy's entrance. And basically, Adam Cole went, at, went after Jeff Hardy while he was injured. Like, But Jeff Hardy did fought back, tried to do some high flying, but Adam Cole seemingly managed to counter it. And then when Jeff Hardy just swung time bomb, he missed. And Adam Cole took advantage of it, hit that, hit that, that move, his finisher, and got the one, two, three. And then after the match, it was an attack on the Undisputed Era, like the Undisputed Elite. They were attacking, attacking Darby Allen, Sting, the Hardys, and, and others, yeah. And they broke, and the Undisputed Elite broke Sting's ankle. They pretty much broke his ankle. And it, I think this segment ended with the Unspeed Elite dominating, going over everybody else. So the, right. when I learned from that segment, at the aftermath segment, that Unspeed Elite is stronger than ever. Yeah, they're stronger than ever because uh, they're, uh, I don't know, they're beating, they're winning, I guess. But uh, um, this match, um, Obviously, you know, it was a little bit more grounded. Jeff Hardy and Adam Cole, obviously, were going slow, slower than, obviously, last week's match between Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen. Uh, the whole story is that Jeff Hardy was going to be, uh, um, you know, injured, obviously, after that match, and he was, and that's why it ultimately led to him losing this match. Uh, Adam Cole winning was the right decision, you know, whatever. Yeah. And he's a better competitor right now at this point of his career, and yeah, the Undisputed Elite, like you said, are at the best point of their existence right now. Probably in time for Forbidden Door. That's probably the reason why they're at the biggest, fullest potential right now. Because they're probably going to have something involved with the Bullet Club. But Adam Cole surely is going to win this tournament. And, yeah. Um, it's it's, yeah. it's shaping up to be a Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole uh, finals match at Double or Nothing. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for AW Dynamite May. I think it was 18th edition. 
Yes. Um, that's it for AW Dynamite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, any news you want to talk about? Like, I, I, any link I sent you? Yeah, so let me check what links you sent me. Oh, you said uh, the, the whole thing with Tony Storm saying that she was comfortable with Ty's throwing segments. The original idea had her shirt being ripped off. I would I would see what she said there. Um, yeah, I mean it was. Uh, she she probably I mean obviously I thought probably being thrown at her face was better than having her shirt being ripped up, and it's probably an illusion. Like maybe this isn't even true, but let's say like it's better than anything that that happened in the two thousands. Let's say when the women were. Forced to take off their clothes in order for the entertainment of the fans, it's better than that, you know. So obviously, being a, having a pace, pie thrown at your face isn't that bad for a woman who, you know, in a in a business where historically women have been treated a lot, you know, more, you know, badly. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. What What do you have to say about that? What does it say that? Uh, I feel bad for Tony Storm, and she has a point. She said, "Throwing again, pie throwing the fa- pie being thrown in your face is better than having her clothes ripped off in front of people." And honestly, I think staying eight star Tony Storm in AEW is, is coming a lot better for for her than her run in WWE. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, in terms of like the the, I I, I don't know if I would say that. I don't think she's. Uh, she didn't. Uh, she was starting to get better use in WWE, and she kind of left right at that point. But obviously, she's gonna be able to do more of the things that she wants to do in AEW, and that's that's a plus for her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if that's it for that, and then you also sent me something about Road Dog saying, if there, you know, let me see, let me read this. If there was money in wrestling, Tony Khan wouldn't have had to buy Ring of Honor. Yeah, that's that's it. That was it. Okay, so then let me let me read this. Is uh, speaking to Russell's own. He said they're really good. They're learning how to work. It's not to get Uncle Zay to give them a five star match. It's to be entertaining. It's to entertain people. If you ask me, that's the name of the game. If there was money in wrestling, Tony Khan would have had to buy Ring of Honor back. He would have never gone out of business because they had great wrestling. But people want to be entertained too. You gotta give them a little glitz and glamour. You gotta give them a little carnage. People want to be entertained. Jamie Dundee. Okay, so basically what he's saying is that um, there's not much money. I guess is what he's saying. That the money is in in entertainment, I suppose. And that's why Ring of Honor went out of business. And that's why AW had to buy Ring of Honor so that Ring of Honor gets more entertainment value. Because Ring of Honor is obviously a pure wrestling, it has been historically a pure wrestling promotion. And, you know, it went out of business probably because of that, because the times change and people, the fans clamor for more entertainment value. Uh, obviously, that's what they look for now. They don't look for, you know, holds or, oh, this is a great suplex or whatever. No, they they look for, oh, that guy is a great entertainer. That, that Maquito, she knows how to... Uh, do facial expressions and like make me laugh and all that. That's entertainment. People look for that, you know, and and that's why AEW, which is a bigger entertainment business, 
that Ring of Honor had to buy Ring of Honor so that but Ring of Honor gets more of a entertainment value rub from AW if that makes sense. So yeah, I would have to agree with Road Dog. I don't know if you know I would word it that way. Obviously, that's a perfect headline, but uh, I partially agree. Do agree with what Road Dog did say? Yeah. All right, so if that's that's all we have uh, to say about this, then I guess uh, that's it for for right now. All right, okay, that's about it for now. All right, when we when we come back, we will review Rampage and other news as well. So stay tuned from Augusta Ali Podcast. Yes, sir. Okay, we're back right now. Unfortunately, Cody left to do something important, so I'll be finish up Rampage and other news. Let's start with Rampage. Uh, let's go with. Let's start with the matches. We have, we have House of Black versus Evil Uno, Preston Vance, Fugo Do Sol. We have, we have the Sean Spears versus the Giant Killer, Big Demo. We also have Chris Stanley versus Red Velvet, and for the final match, we have mm-hmm, Eddie Kingston. A Kingston, Ian Danielson, actually I meant Moxley Danielson versus Seidel and Dante Martin. Let's go through it. Okay, let's start with Blast of Black versus Evil Uno, Presta Vance, and Fiega Del Sol. The match was okay. It was put together. It wasn't that perfect, but it was okay. It's like, right, like. Like the King himself, Brody King, like finished the match with a Gonzo bomb for the victory. So House of Black defeat Evil Uno, Press Advance, Field Dasson. Yeah. So then after the match, like Death Triangle made the entrance. They revealed the Tuso with double nothing logo on it and the House of Black written underneath. So we're gonna have House of Black versus Death Triangle at double or nothing. Anyway, and the pretty much the match, it will pretty much be a good pay-per-view match. It will be hard-hitting. It will be good. It will probably be good. So anyway, we got another segment with mass caster Billy Gunn and the Ass Boys wishing Bowens after he got hurt earlier. They invite him to a scissor party when he's feeling better. So this was a segment where the, the Lions is continuing on with Billy Gunn, the Ass Boys, and Max Caster and the Bowens. The bones with surgery, so editing will get better. Hope this leads to something. So we got Tony Shabbat interviews FTR. They respond to Proggy Vice's challenge with Yes for Dynamite next week. We're gonna have the ROH tag titles next week. Mm-hmm. And now we go to Sean Spears and the Giant Killer thing. He proved that he wants to beat Wardlow. So Dick Dama comes out as the Giant opponent. Dama charges Spears the quarter. Bears right out of the ring and void him. It was a back and forth match. Daniel being like a hoss he is, hitting a cannonball every the cross body. He misses a Vader bomb. Spears hit a knee to the jaw, put Damo away with a C4 finisher. Like Spears defeated Big Damo. Like he cut a promo after the match. They chant for Warlow. Spears, the giant killer, says he will beat Warlow in the steel cage match next week on Dynamite. So, I think it's going to be NJF being the referee trying to screw Warlow. But Warlow is going to fight back and he will win. And we'll have the Warlow versus NJF match at double or nothing. Okay, let's go to... We got the Undisputed Elite interview backstage. They talk about 
the confident at Cole and Cry were confident me in the finals at Cohen Hart. The Young Bucks challenged the hardest for a tag team dream match double nothing. We got the next match, Chris Daniel versus Red Velvet in the Owen Hart Cup. Ruby Soto joined the Comrade team. Mm-hmm. Stantler backs Velvet into a corner. One arm slam, press slams her down to the mat. Chris Reddles red around the ring. Chris Stantler goes for a baseball side to the outside. But Velvet used the ring apron to catch Trapper. Like, mm-hmm. Velvet counters, counter finish into a pinning position. Chris countered right back with her own pin for the win. Chris Sandler defeats Red Velvet, advances in Owen Hart. After the match, Cargill, the bags, attacks Sandler after the match. Soho runs in, but subdued by the heels. NJ comes out, grabs Mark's Curry's crutch, and runs him off heels. There's a quick training video showing Hook Hawson and Tony Nese and Mark Stanley praying for their tag team match, a double and nothing. So we got a double... Like a man of the year segment, they talk about Guevara taking their title, bringing it back, and then we got Guevara Conti appear on screen, threatening to destroy the title with Sledgehammer. They will give him a match of pay per view. Never says no. Guevara Frank is purely bashed the title with a Sledgehammer. Guevara said the match is going to happen anyway. The deals I raid in the ring will have to the TNT Championship. We got a Britt Baker toy store cutting the promo for next week's Owen Hart tournament. Storm said Baker is the one who will need dental work, champ fighting business in our match. Mark Henry interviews Blackpool Combat Club, Masaya Dante Martin, and then he hypes up the main event and says, The main event! Then we go to Jagil telling Shivana to cut the shit. She is the challenge to NJ to come back for a title at Double or Nothing. We got William Ringo on commentary for the main event. This was a great matchup. Brian Danielson, Moxley showing their tag team skills. It was brut- brutal violence, physicality. They got the vit- Moxley finished Dante with a paragon shift for the victory. That pulled Comet Clown defeats Sida Martin. The JAS runs down, meets eats the rundown like Blackpool Cooler Club. And Artis and Jane Santana Ortiz joined the fray, joined Andy Kingston, and that's how Rampage went off. But there was when Brian Danson had a botch and he fell on his knee. He's doing okay, he didn't hurt his leg too badly. But it was real to be a work. So I don't know what's going to happen. And I heard next week will be a Danielson and Eddie Kingston tattoo action. So we may not know. So let's hope to find out for next week, Dynamite. Or not. And that was for a Rampage review. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go further talk. Uh, let's call talk further. Like, I want to talk about something about Shasta Banks and... And Naomi. Apparently, Vince has suspended him last night on Friday for walking out during Raw on Monday. So basically, they're in, Sasha Banks and Naomi are definitely suspended. For their notice, we don't know what's going to happen. Sasha Banks have been removed from SmackDown's intros. The wet, the Facebook page has been removed. So the fact what's going to happen is Sasha Banks and Naomi are going to get fired. I don't think Naomi's getting fired. She'll take the punishment of Brute, but Sasha's getting fired. So, she's mostly going to Hollywood, so I just don't care. So, honestly, at this point, who cares? Okay, that's all I gotta say. Oh, there's more additional understand. I got some sad news for everyone. This might be the last podcast thing. Now, I won't be reviewing podcasts. 
on next Saturday. I will be doing a podcast on next Saturday or or any previews this next week because I'll be on vacation this uh, next Saturday. So it goes to all the podcasts. We'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back on on June first. But I will. But regardless, I'll be back. Gus, regardless, Augusta Ollie podcast will be back on Saturday and June. So stay tuned for that. And I'll try to catch up when I come back on Saturday. When I come back. So that's all I got to say. I'll see you all later. See you all on June's. June on Saturday, like June 4th on a Saturday. See y'all on Saturday, June 4th.